I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Coming from a basement to your headphones, barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown in a wild time. Thank you for downloading the podcast, The Anos. Now, here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the podcast Yanos. I'm Jordan Hall and I'm joined as always by a man who knows exactly which fork to use in all situations. It's Eric Wayne. Eric, how's how's your world, big guy? You know, I've had a return of the turkeys, which really <laughs> bothers me. You know, everybody in my family just says, Eric, relax about the turkeys, but they're not the ones who have to pick up the stray wood chips. Stupid turkeys. They're in my front yard. I'm so mad. <laughs> who in your life hasn't told you that you need to, to relax about the stray turkeys? It, it, the turkeys haunt haunt my dreams they haunt oh, only me i'm otherwise i'm fine i'm strong i'm healthy i am free of any viruses corona or otherwise so i'm good how about you i'm same i'm starving but same um uh, speaking of, of fall things you, you mentioned mentioned turkeys um are you excited for the return of big 10 football i hear that's a thing that's going to be happening you know, I, I'm so frustrated with the the hand-wringing and the anxiety about the Big Ten football that I'm just kind of over it. Like, I don't. Everybody was so ornery on both sides of it. I'm just like, I'm fatigued with the whole business. Completely agree. Like, I'm... I'm- I would I would call myself a casual Michigan fan. Like I, I tune into most yeah. games, and I can't say that my excitement level for the season is like the the needle is barely even moved. So right, like if I'm doing something at home, I'll put the game on. But I'm not one of these people who like wants to spray paint my neighbor's house if they're the wrong colors. You know, I, if they're flying the wrong flag. I'm not throwing eggs at their house like I, i'm not that invested i think that sounds fun maybe just not for college football rivalry reasons yeah um so now eric i don't i don't know about you but the whole covid thing has kind of uh put a damper on my whole dinner party game do you, do you throw a lot of dinner parties oh, an immense number of dinner parties you're but, big and entertaining is that right no I'm, I'm just kidding i do you have um play settings like, um, what do they call them? Chargers are like the round ones. I learned this, for, you know, from my mother-in-law. Like you have the place mats and then there's chargers. Like this is, this is a fancy, this is like a dinner party stuff. Do you have this? We do not. And, and to be honest, I don't really enjoy <laughs> the whole like meeting of other people or having conversation or being refined. So I, I feel like my, my age is like the breaking point between people having two sets of um dishes like people typically older than me will have china or some dishes that are fancy and then they'll have like everyday ones right but i'm assuming since you're younger you only have one set of dishes right we we just have one and it's it's plastic it's that it's actually it's you know the plastic (laughs) ones that look like they're glass those those are what we have i love those for whatever reason, I'm, I'm I love like things that look like they're made from a different material than they actually are. Sometimes the cheaper stuff is better, performs better. Yeah, who needs I'm, glass or ceramic or whatever right. that is? Just nonsense. Anyway, I feel like this is going someplace. That was, and I'm going to let you. That was a great segue into this story. Uh, this past weekend in the match day program for Southampton at Crystal Palace, you know, week week one of the Premier League, uh, there was an interview with former Palace defender Damian Delaney. Do you remember him? Big ginger no. uh, defender. Anyway, no. he was asked about which five people he would invite to his dream dinner party. 
get this. He chose Chairman Mao, Joseph Stalin, Napoleon, Genghis Khan, and for balance, uh, I'm giving Genghis Khan. You mean it's 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 Genghis. If if you want to if you want anyway, that's that's not where we're getting hung up here. Uh, And Rolling Stones guy, I'm assuming singer. I don't know Keith Richards. Uh, Does that sound like fun to you? It seems like a good place to have like a suicide bomb, you know, to take out some. I mean, aside from Keith Richards, I mean, there's kind of bad people in that group, isn't there? I'm assuming his his purpose here is, you know, they're all kind of cult of personality people, like, okay. you know, that they big people that they would be interesting to hear um, views on, not solely to, you know, interpret or um, internalize their views on life, but just just to hear, you know, that kind of yeah. big picture stuff. Does he know Chinese? I feel like that would be a big impediment. Yeah, or French or Russian or I can't say I know what what the Mongols spoke back then. Yeah, I think it's a – what do you think is on the menu for a night like that? Like pretty diverse palates. Um, Tacos. (laughs) Pizza. Everyone loves pizza. Yeah, everybody loves pizza. And I'll tell you what, compared to what the, the Mongols were eating way back then, pretty much anything that we make now, I think it'd probably be yeah. pretty pretty dope. So anyway, that brings us to this week's leadoff question. Um, so you have five spots to issue for your uh, ultimate dinner party. Who are you inviting, tigers or otherwise? Okay. I, I, I think I'm taking two nice guys. Okay, I know where this is going. Okay, and of those, I would probably pick like either The Rock or Tom Hanks, or there's a there's an author writer guy named Bob Goff who I follow, who's a really interesting guy. I would pick two out of those three. Those are three okay. very different people. I I understand how that they how they end up under the same umbrella. But those they're are nice because yeah. they're nice. Okay, and then I'm picking one super smart guy. Okay, and I think I've mentioned this before, but I'm picking Daniel Kahneman. He's a behavioral economic economist wow that got real nerdy real fast okay and then i'm taking two interesting people okay um among them i I think i want an olympian like somebody like michael phelps or usain bolt somebody who's like achieved something amazing and could you know tell stories about the experience and then i want rick steves (laughs) of course because he's been everywhere. It's an incredible he's gotta, pick. He's got to have a few stories. Absolutely. So let's go back to your behavioral economic economist yeah. or whatever. So yes. you have yeah. the entire realm of smart people. Yeah. Why is his particular brand of intelligence what you want to bring to the equation? Well, I just, I've just read a couple books about him, and I find him fascinating how he you know, had some new theories about how people actually behave and they, they borne themselves out to be mostly right. And I think that's fascinating. And he served in the um, Israeli army, Mm -hmm. which I find kind of fascinating back when Israel was just like a new country. Gotcha. And um, I I just think it's kind of, he's kind of fascinating. That's all All right. Fair enough. That's, that's very, I I mean, that, that answers my question. All right. So I'll get onto mine. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm a big guy Fieri fan. I want him there. Not only for conversation, but obviously to cook. Hmm. Um, uh, I, I I didn't put nearly as much um, categorical thought into mine as you did. I just I just picked five interesting Ames. people. Yeah. Um, give me Obama. Be, it, sure, there's never He'd been be interesting. Never been a room he wasn't the coolest dude in. Uh, Rasputin, kind of a, a different different set of coolness, but. Um, the story is that dude. Rasputin is he the sword fighter or the lover? No, that's R- Rasputin. He was the uh, during World War One the advisor to the the Tsarina in Russia. The one that like he was like oh. partly using you know mystical uh, magical stuff, alchemy. Partly he was just a really good political yeah. strategist. They threw him in the river and he didn't die. You know he kind of this this mystical. Um, guy Uh, i just want to promise everybody we will talk about the detroit tigers but continue (laughs) is that better than this (laughs) (laughs) Um, continue please my other two are historical mystery writer and host of history channels decoded brad Meltzer, um (laughs) and the grinch the grinch is not a per is not a real person not even not only is it not a real person it's not even a person it's a grinch yeah I mean, does that disqualify him from attending a dinner party? At the end of The Grinch, he serves, or he's the one that cuts the roast beast. I mean, he's at that dinner party. All right. 
I suppose his his arms aren't any hairier than Verlander's. I suppose <laughs> that's fine. true. Anyway, I th- I think he would bring a certain wild card element to to said dinner party. Yeah, he's he's a reformed. He's a he's a rags to riches star. I feel like we've gone into this a couple times, but why isn't he locked up at the end of that story? Like, I get that he brought all this stuff back, but that doesn't change the fact that he did a lot of crime in one night. A lot of real dick stuff. You're big into, you know, dropping the hammer, aren't you? He's had a change of heart. His heart grew three sizes that day. I'm aware of the growth of his heart. I just don't know that that, you know, counterbalances also, a, all the things that he did. That's a sign of a serious heart condition. And large <laughs> hearts are nothing to joke about. Like, he needs to see a cardiologist. Can't argue with that. All right, guys, one more call, and I swear I'll drop it, but I have launched a new podcast. As you well know by now, it is about sports, gambling, pop culture, current events, and even sometimes conspiracy theories. The tone is very similar to this show. Anyways, I need you guys' help to get it rolling. There's now three episodes up on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. If you could download all of them, subscribe, rate, review it, um, and maybe even text a link to one of your friends who likes funny things, that would be great. Um, As you all know, the first couple months set the tone for how the algorithms view the show, and I'd prefer it if they viewed the show positively. Positively. Yeah, yes, doesn't seem unreasonable. All right. Uh, If you go to my Twitter at JordanHall23, the link is pinned uh, to the top, or you can just search Fully Grown Men in your your podcast app in in the search bar they all have them they all have them if you if you look you shall find yeah seek and you shall find yeah exactly um for this show on twitter i am at jordan hall 23 eric is at eric wayne's brain the show is at podcastianos facebook.com backslash podcastianos and for this show we'd love it if you would take the time to subscribe rate and or subscribe rate and review us on itunes thank you google play soundcloud or wherever you're listening to the show. It didn't feel organic. I had to go back and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Y- your mistake your mistake was so bad it wasn't a mistake. Yeah, I'm too refined Couldn't of a even broadcaster mistake it right. now. It's a joke. I'm Blaine Hardy and you're listening to the podcast Yanos. Uh okay, Eric. So as we sit here in the evening of Wednesday, September 16th, the Tigers sit at 21 and 26 uh with if my math is correct, what? 13 games to go? Is that is that right? Including sure. that includes tonight, uh, and are four and a half games out of the final wild card. I think we can officially RIP to the dream. Yeah, and some of the actions of the club have verified your thinking. <laughs> yeah, right now they have a playoff odds of 0.6 percent to make the postseason, and point less than 0.1 percent to win the World Series. So this is an interesting question. Um, and my the guy that I, I work with here in the office is a big Cubs fan, and he asked me this today. So at this point in time, would you rather that we win every game from here on out and try and push towards the playoffs or lose every game from here on out and try and push for the number one pick? And I'm like, wow, that, I guess that's actually something – to think about it this like i don't know that, no it's not it's a stupid question it was a, and i'm about to explain why because yeah i know no, i know where you're going with this Carry no on. it's 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 even better than where you think i'm going where i'm going with this is if we win that means our players on the team are are doing well and if they do well this year chances are that they're good players and that they'll be good next year i feel like there's a flaw in that logic if the if they finish the season strong for 13 games i feel like you can pass that off pretty quickly as fool's gold because if they look what happened look what happened to victor reyes last year he tore it up at the end of last year and look what happened this year he carried that momentum into this year i've this is a goofy year. I, like, I feel like your typical argument of there's so much variation at the top of the draft and nobody really knows. I feel like that argument holds a whole lot more weight than the one you're, also you're rolling out here tonight. And also there's the argument, this is a game, like a sport. You try to win. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Every, do you know how many seasons I've watched the Detroit Lions fans get their panties in a wad and wring their hands about getting the top pick or improving their draft status or whatever. You know who always does good in the draft? The Patriots. Do the Patriots have a top draft pick every year? No, they do not. Maybe. And the 
baseball sport has more variation. It's more of a crapshoot than football. There's more delayed. It has, uh, don't worry so much about the draft. Okay, case in point tonight, on the hill for Kansas City is Brady Singer. And he was the, what, 16th overall pick? And Mize was the first overall pick, same draft. And Singer looks pretty good. Now, I don't ultimately know which pitcher is going to be better. But right now, Brady Singer is making a convincing case that he is just as good as one Casey Mize. And I think you could even expand that as far as prospect rankings. Maybe don't get your panties all out of bundle about prospect rankings, considering Brady Singer was, I don't know what, somewhere in the 60s when he came up, Mize much, much higher. But uh, And I don't... I might eat some crow on this someday. Who knows how these guys shake out? Maybe Mize will be a Hall of Famer. But I'm trying to make the point that, you know, Mike Trout wasn't the first overall pick. I mean, like, it's just... And at the end of the day, we know who's making who you pick the, regardless of the where you pick, pick them. Yep, that's exactly right. All right, let's move on to something else. Um, yep, so please. a couple months of hope. Uh, hope, is, yeah. is that is that... Too, is that too strong? Like semi optimism? Is that enough to carry you through to next spring? Oh yeah, I got to I got to rise out of this season. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay, so- uh, what else are we doing? Can't you know hang out at a bar? Let's watch Tigers. <laughs> true. I I have foregone so many social interactions <laughs> during COVID. It is it has been very tough on me. All those frat parties you haven't been able to go to. Yeah, big bummer. Uh, so I think that we're at a point in the season that we can start to look at the roster and make some evaluations as far as like which youngsters are actually here to help and contribute and which are kind of just opportunistically clinging to roster spots because we kind of suck. So let's play a game of friend or filler. It's pretty straightforward. I'm going to say a player's name and you tell me if they're a long-term friend or a short-term filler. Got it. Do you get the game? Yeah, I I got it. I'm down. (laughs) Uh, before we start, are we in agreement that Jamer and Reyes have kind of graduated from this game? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I made a little list and I, I, you know, I've been thinking about the kids and I considered the kids, anybody 26 years of age or younger. Did you, now, did you pick 26 because of Jorge Bonifacio? Yeah. <laughs> Got to get Jorge out of there. Uh, so Jamer and Reyes are under the threshold. Jamer is 26 and Reyes is 25, but they are both future. They are friend futures. Let's, before we move on from Jamer, he is 33rd in baseball amongst, amongst hitters, not, not pitchers combined in war this year. 33rd. Yep. Did not see that coming. You know, if... Yeah, he had that little stumble out of the gate, but otherwise, I mean, he's having an all-star season, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, who do you want to start with? I have Willie down first. Willie, to me, is future friend. Yes. Okay. Do you want? Absolutely. He's got. Um, he's got all the tools. He's shown enough at the play. He's hitting tremendously in the time and the opportunities he has. He's got a nine thirty one OPS. He's he's done everything that we've asked him to do, and I think he's got a future with the club. All right, so you know I love Willie Castro. Yep, I'm, you called it early. I'm going to throw some cold cold water on the fire. Second worst walk rate of anyone on the team with 25 at-bats. That That's always going to limit you. Like, if you yep. can't take a walk, you're at least going to be banished to the, to the bottom half of the order. Well, I guess for a good team, you'd be banished to the bottom half of the order. Um, here, we, we don't have anybody that can take a walk, so they're, they're everywhere. Not a very great strikeout percentage. Um, and his batting average on balls in play right now is 459. I, I, I mean, I, I love Willie. I, I don't know that, that I'm, like, poo-pooing him here because I, I really want him to stick. I think that, like you say, he has all the tools to be a very good player. Um, but – he's maybe played a little bit over even kind of what I, what I had envisioned for him this year. And on a good team, he's probably a a third middle infielder. Well, and here's another thing he's going to have to hit because defensively he's, he is a horrible. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I obviously I've, I've thought friend for many years now and his 352 average certainly isn't changing that. Um, All right, let's move on. Isaac Paredes hitting 179. 
not hitting for any power right now, but uh, he he's a friend. He's gonna stick around. He has he's got a good plate approach he can draw a walk which is a valuable skill he is still young he's 21 years old he's excelled in the early stage of his minor league career and um i think he's gonna be around yeah absolutely uh i think there's a few things that he can correct he has the lowest launch angle on the entire team which not okay. not great and his batting average on balls of play is 229 like even just a little bit of positive regression there and he's yep. going to surge in the batting average category so I, right. I i i mean we all love isak like i i'm not giving up on him yet that that's for darn sure um so yep. yeah i'm going i'm going friend pretty hardcore all right let's move out to your your elder statesman in the outfield jorge bonifacio uh no <laughs> Next. Um, <laughs> I, I have a few. No, I could say something about Jorge. He's 27 years old, not a spring chicken. He's done really well for us, hasn't he? I mean, he's been a, a good teammate. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the thing. he He's hitting 270 on the year, and somehow it's a shockingly empty 270. Like, yeah. when we when – we, got him uh what did we claim off wave or something like that if you'd have told yeah. me he put together a 270 season i'd probably be pretty ecstatic about that because right. the power was not the concern but now the power is the concern. he's the th third lowest average exit velocity on the team for a dude that's a sizable you know corner outfielder that is yeah that's shocking um so well and he doesn't make up with it with his defense either <laughs> i mean he's he, I mean, he's adequate. He'll cut glass the ball, but I mean, he's not amazing. Yeah. So I'm going with filler also. Yep. My, filler. my next one is Sergio Alcantara. Oh, super duper filler. Yes. I mean, he's, he's all glove, no bat. Remember, um, remember last yeah. week when we talked about his, the Homer and the triple being in his first two games. Yeah. Get, that's the only hits he's had. Those since. are the only hits he has on the year. Oh, yep. poor Sergio. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely filler. All right, uh, Daz is the only other one I have on my hitters list. Do you have anyone else? Um, Travis Demerit, I filler, filler. Yeah, I mean, even when yeah. we got him in the deal, that was kind of it was it was in the Shane Green deal. It was kind of like, you know, maybe we'll get something from him. We didn't. It's it's fine. Uh, Grayson Griner is now twenty seven, and he is he's looking bad. Yeah, we we. We know what we have in Grayson Griner right now, and it's not hashtag ideal. Okay, how this one um, might take you a moment to think about, and that is Harold Castro. I mean, if he were any good, wouldn't we know it by now, right? He, he's been decent. Has he though? Like, give me give me some some backing on the on the statement he has been decent. Okay, he's not been awesome, but he he's batted. You know, he's batting two seventy six. He's a no power though. He's a crappier Andrew Romine who doesn't also pitch on occasion. Okay, I'm crossing off here. Okay, right? I mean, am I wrong? Okay, okay. Uh, Kristen Stewart. I love the dude. There's a reason. Not looking he's good back for him Toledo. though, is it? Yeah. I, I, and he is not young. He is. He is, uh, where is he? He's got to be, what, 27? Uh, he's 26. Okay. But he's been around, and he's gotten a lot of big league at-bats now. Or, you know, and he's just, he's not finding yeah, it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, like, I think, I feel, feel like we talked about this last week. I don't think he's going to ever come around, but if he does, it's not going to be here. Yeah. Uh, Dawel Lugo. <laughs> no? No. That's a no. Uh, Derek Hill. I mean, he has, what, like two at-bats this year? Yeah, well, who cares about that? Is he a future guy? No, no, he's he he could be a future fifth outfielder. So I, I you know how I feel about Derek Hill. <laughs> we we all know so, how you feel about Derek Hill. So this gets us back to one Daz Cameron. I I feel like he's been the the great hope. I mean, because he we got him before we drafted Riley, so he was like the hitting prospect that we had for a while, which is kind of pathetic but that that it was the case so i feel like we you're, you're not answering the question i'm getting to my answer settle yourself <laughs> so we pinned a lot of i i guess i shouldn't speak for everyone i pinned a lot of extra hope on him probably more than his prospects but stock 
called for because he was the top hitting prospect in the organization. Um, the debut has not gone well. I he's he's like he's another one of those guys that's been around. He's not young per se. He is twenty three. Okay, he's maybe younger than I was picturing. Maybe twenty five. I'm going to give him more time before I give him the Harold Castro treatment. So I'm going to say I will sit on the fence. That is so much weak sauce. <laughs> this is not, you're not making a good podcast. If I come on, if I was the pressed, ESPN guys say something. If I was come pressed, on. I would say that he is filler, and that pains me to my core to say that. It doesn't pain me. I will call him filler. Dang dog, you you heartless tonight. Savage. Um, he ha- he's had five minor league baseball seasons, and he's never really achieved. He's never really kicked butt in any of those seasons. He had um, a one good Arizona Fall League season, but otherwise he's just been kind of middling. I mean, he's been youngish for those those levels, but he hasn't had a standout minor league career. And you're just looking at him from a from a tools point of view, but he's never really put them together. You, you you'd hope to see some signs by this time. I'm not feeling. And for better or worse, I feel like former ball players' kids age quicker than normal kids because they've been around the game. Yeah. They've had access to the best coachings from the time that yeah. they were born. Yeah, the Cody Clemenses of the world. Yeah, but... are going to excel early and not have much upside. Yeah, and. He has not super excelled early, and he's still in the organization, isn't he? Cody Clements, sure. yeah, yeah. I, I think there's still a healthy portion of Tigers Twitter that think he's the second baseman of the future. Um, all right, you you done with with hitters? Do you, yeah, we're done with hitters. Do you have any pitchers on your list? Yeah, for sure. Oh, gotcha. All right, so let's start with Rule Five, Ronnie. Uh, no filler. He is genuine, genuinely horrific. Five point nine four strikeouts per nine. The thing, the thing with we said this about Victor though. That's true. We dogged Victor. He looks so lost now. You're, we're doing the same I mean, there, thing to Ron. There's a reason that we host a podcast and aren't like professional scouts. Yeah, <laughs> let's 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 be straight there. But I was looking at some of his movement stats. His movement on on the forcing fastball is actually pretty good. And he's still okay. not missing any bats. Like, he's got velocity. He has movement. Why is he not being able to 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 make, miss bats? But ten point two six ERA. Um, I'm yeah. not a mathematician, but but not great. Well, the good the, we're going to be able to find out because my money is we're going to carry him for the rest of the year. Well, yeah, as, and we're going to we have should. him. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, you know, I, good for them. You picked up a rule five guy and it's an arm that'll be around. He's young yet, 22. So yeah, uh, maybe we'll have something. If, if the minor leagues return as, as normal, I think he should get a lot of run at, at Toledo next yeah. year and we'll have a better idea. Um, what we, I mean, look what happened to Greg's Gregory Soto this year and he's, he's 25. So, I mean, you know, these things can come in, in your mid twenties. Yeah. So. Yeah, all about maturity. I mean, he's 22. I wasn't the the um, sophisticated package that you see in front of yeah, me at 22. You're not the physique that you are today. Um, let's go to Kyle Funkhauser. Uh, filler? Yes. I, I still don't understand why. Like, I look at the profile, the movement. The I mean, He's got the second highest average velocity on this fastball of anyone on the team. Like, all of the, the package is there. He just doesn't get guys out. Yeah. So. I, you look at individual pitches of his and you think, how is this guy not a superstar? But then you watch him pitch an inning and then you're like, oh, well, that's probably why. I feel like with, with guys like that, it has to live between the ears, right? I mean, maybe. Anyway. I don't know. He's not super young anymore either. No. So he's 26. Uh, your, your boy, Bo Burrows. Oh, he's had the roughest time of all the big names, I feel like. You know, we pinned a lot of hope on him early because he was he was kind of one of the early decentish picks that we've had, but he is just not borne out. I'm, I'm not giving up on him, but I don't I don't think it's I don't think Bo Burrows is in the future. I think he he suffers from the same context that that Daz Cameron and Dawa Lugo uh, suffered from. Like we made him into a better prospect than he actually was, yeah, because yeah, we yeah. didn't have anything better. Um, and 
you know, he, he's a hard-throwing right-hander from the South. <laughs> there yeah. there are several of them, and we've drafted them all. Um, like you yeah. say, I'm not necessarily ready to give up on him, but I would not want to see him starting games at any level from here on out. Like, just focus on a reliever, see if you can get anything out of him. Right. Yeah, if he moved to a different organization, it wouldn't keep you up at night. That is correct. All right, who else you got? Uh, Joe Jimenez. This is a tough one. This, I feel I, I saw somebody on Twitter say something to the effect, and I, it, it, a good post, podcaster would know who it was, said something to the effect of, like, are we sure Joe was actually ever good? And it made me wonder, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, he had some, he had some time that he was decent, but... I mean, are we sure that what we've had this year isn't just kind of who Joe is? Yeah, I I have him in my filler list. Yeah, sorry, Joe. Joe's gonna be so pissed when he hears this. He's gonna yeah. ang- he's gonna subtweet us so much. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mize future obviously. Scooble future big time. He look, he's he he gave up three runs, but he's looking pretty good tonight. Even what I saw, yeah, um, they both have top of the rotation potential. Might yeah, might take a while sure. to get there, but it's there. Right, uh, Gregory Soto. Yeah, I think he's pretty clearly. Uh, what was the first one? friend? Is that yeah, friend? Definitely a friend. Yeah, future friend. Yeah, he's this is a breakout year for him, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Okay. Brian Garcia. Definitely a friend. I mean, he's been one of the more reliable arms out there. I don't know that he's ever going to be like a Andrew Miller, like guy that we value massively, but he is a reliable bullpen arm, which given our history, uh, (laughs) hang on to those. So I just, I I did not realize this because I haven't focused in much on him, but he is far in a way our best reliever. Yeah. And the guy's been dynamite. I'll give him credit. He came back from from Tommy John. It looked like he lost. I mean, he's he's not pitching where he was before, but um, the velocity was down, and he's remade himself into a very good reliever. And I, I don't know if it's the sentimentalist in me, but I always appreciate guys like that. So he has worked eighteen and a third innings, one point four seven ERA. He has, um seven strikeouts to six walks and um yeah a whip of 1.09 so i mean all the numbers are looking really good yeah we'll take them it's looking good all right um yeah that's about that's i think that's about all i have the only other one i have is a right a young right-hander named jordan zimmerman Whew. better better resign re-up him I, I bet if you want, listen, just to play devil's advocate, if you wanted to sign him to a contract extension, you could probably get that pretty cheap. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you might. He doesn't have, oh, wait, he doesn't have an option, does he? Let's look. I don't think he's got an option here. At the end of this contract? I wouldn't, wouldn't imagine so. I feel like we'd have heard that by now. Yeah, no, he's. I think he's just kind of super done. The hordes will he's show up. Twenty-five million bucks from us yeah, this year. He's he's done okay for himself financially. Yeah. All right, we're running super long, so you can either pick to talk about the weird catching situation or how everyone on the infield is played out of position. Um, we'll do both really fast. Okay. Okay. So uh, Rogers, they did not call up. They called up Eric Haas. And I'm very much in front, uh, a fan of calling up as many Eric's as possible. <laughs> so I approve of that. But Rogers is conspicuously left out. Yes. The, the situation is so much more substantial and intriguing than it needs to be. You know what I mean? Like this doesn't have to be a thing. And yet somehow Jake Rogers, this mid-level catching prospect, is constantly in the news as far as not getting the call. I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, basically how I read it is they're just packing in the season, and they want to give Haas a attaboy chance. This is, and they know Rogers is going to be around. This is so. from from Evan Woodbury's tweet. He said the Haas's call. This is Guardy speaking. Haas's call yeah, is in yeah. part a thank you for quote doing everything we asked in 2020. How do you feel about that? I don't. That's fine with me. We we have a what what did I say point zero six chance of making the playoffs. I think giving Eric Haas a few games is not going to hurt anybody. He hit one of the longest home runs I've ever seen hit live uh, 
or in person this this spring down at Joker March. It absolutely okay. pummeled it over the batter's eye in center field, which, as you know, is a poke. That's a poke. All right. Um, the infield situation is kind of interesting. They um, are playing Goodrum at second now that he's back, and they're playing your boy, Willie Castro, at short. Correct. And the whole infield, the, the problem is we have – what four infield spots for five outfield infield? Yeah, is really and we have a right third now. baseman at first and a shortstop at third. Is that, yeah, is that but, correct? Okay, so what what would be your ideal configuration? Right oh, I don't I don't know what the ideal con- configuration is right now, and I and I don't think it matters. I feel like the internet kind of made a lot of you know moving Nico off short, like we're giving up on him at shortstop. There's what 13 games left. We, it, none of them matter. See what Willie can do. Like I, I saw that. And I'm like, all right, cool. I don't. Nico is a little pissed though. He, as, as well, maybe he should be. But Nico hasn't been so good this year that he has the right yeah. to be pissed that he's been moved off of his preferred position. And I'm a, I'm a big Nico guy, but you know. Eventually, we're gonna have a problem if we have per- Paredes and Willie Castro. And neither of them are really that good on the left side of the infield because one of them is going to have to be. That is, that is correct. Can't or, disagree with know. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, all right. That we talked about the infield. Yeah. We, we knocked both those out real quick. All right. Fast. I told, I promised you speed. You, you did. All right. Do you always impress with your speed? Laugh it up. <laughs> It's none of your business, Jordan. (laughs) All right, let's move on to power rankings. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. Power rankings. I don't know if you've seen the news here, but uh, some exciting business uh, at Grand Valley State University. Grand Valley State is in my backyard, essentially, and uh, you can you, you might recognize them from the outfield building at Comerica. They have the, the Grand Valley sign. Yeah. Okay. It's in Allendale, Michigan. Well, in the news, they have now 600 cases of the Rona. That's a lot of cases of the Rona. And they are ordering these students now because they've been out fraternizing, as the youths do. <laughs> Uh, and they're saying, no, don't do that. So they have this kind of this lockdown <laughs> order, but how are you, how are you going to keep kids from not doing stuff? Right. They're a little rebellious. Take away their phones. And it's not know. a true lockdown order. They're like, oh, you can still go to class. You can still exercise. Just like basically don't. Party. Yeah. Just be good. Yeah. Be good. And I don't know. Also, there's this other um, family I know that that's that having to lock down or quarantine a little bit. So I have for you, imagine that you are in quarantine. I can, I can imagine things, that. We all did that for a while. Yeah. You cannot leave the house. What are you going to do to keep yourself entertained? Okay. So I have the top seven and bottom three entertainment, home entertainment options. All right. Let's get after it. All right. Okay. Here we go. Number seven is read a book. Okay. Reading books are good. It's good for a little while. I like to read a book, but then I get about a half hour in. I'm like, (laughs) I'm still reading this book. Like I need some more interaction here. Why didn't they turn this into a documentary? Yeah. Like I've been reading this book for a half hour. Like, I feel like I should do something else. (laughs) 
that's, that's a problem it's with you and movies like books are long you need shorter books agreed should they should be tweets <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right number six is the video games okay yeah i'd agree with that all right i like to play an occasional video game the problem is now nowadays they're too hard and too hard to set up you have to download a thing. You have to create a profile. You got to remember a password. You got to create an avatar. You got to pick what color the hat is. Just let me play the game. I just want to play the game. Counterpoints. Are they too hard or are you too old? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Doesn't matter. A lot of people seem I to have figured the, it out. I miss the old, like, NES kind of the timing based games you have to time how you push the buttons yeah I agree with that. now it's like you know this game makes me afraid or sad or I'm confused or what I, no just I just want to hop around that's a game should be and the shooter games are too sensitive I can't shoot the little things my, my you know I push the trigger and the the, the target is going all over and then I get killed yeah for sure those those ones not, are too hard the only the, too hard. the only video game worth playing is FIFA. That is end of story. All right. I like I like the FIFA too. Okay. Number five is this is a big lumped all together. Crafting or art or you know, baking, music, like a, a, an artsy hobby. Okay. Yeah. Now this one varies a lot by person, depending if you have talent or not. <laughs> I do not, so it's kind of low. It's kind of five. Okay. Of those things, you know, maybe baking would be the thing. I yeah, because then you actually get something tangible out of it, not a yeah, piece of sure. art. No offense. Yeah, who to, wants a canvas with paint? No on offense it? to the art, art jockeys, but yeah, hard pass. Okay. Uh, number four is sort through your stuff. <laughs> okay, we all have too much items in our house right yeah like you're not wrong everybody's got like the memory box and the little collection she just go through it every once in a while that's fun oh so you're not going through it to get rid of it you're just reliving well, what sometimes. you have oh okay well yeah just go through your stuff like maybe get rid of something but just enjoy you know whatever things that you have okay yeah it's a good idea <laughs> number three is accessing the social media of which Twitter would be one. And we all have this love-hate relationship with the social media. Sure we? do. Like, it's addicting. You want to know what's going on. What's the, what's the talk on the street? What, what are all the cool people saying? And then you realize you loathe yourself and you loathe humanity because everybody is terrible. <laughs> and you feel disgusted with yourself and your community and your nation. And you go nuts but then you know what you do next day we'll see what's on the social media again right back at it yeah i i don't know that i've ever heard you sum up anything better in the four years of this show than what you just did about social media yeah i come on, come i manage social media accounts for a living and i can count the times on one hand that i've been on my personal facebook in the last five years yeah it's it's it can suck the life out of your soul yeah yeah you have the ability to not let it but if you are not careful it it absolutely can right and but what are you gonna do read a book that's number seven yeah entirely lower yeah. on the list number two is watch tv or stream or movie or netflix like look at a screen with a show or a story on it yeah. The thing is today, there's like unlimited options. There's like a zillion streaming services. And the thing is, I can never pick. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's a hundred good things and I'm just flipping through like a dolt. I never watch anything because there's a zillion options. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Okay. And number one, you have a guess? Is this a G-rated uh, podcast or? Number one is eat. <laughs> okay. Now, this eating is kind of a socially acceptable drug it's 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 delicious and eating releases like these endorphins this brain chemicals almost as much as the real number one which you had in mind <laughs> but this is a family-friendly podcast so we won't worry about that one the answer is eating 
It's number, you, you know, what do you do when you're bored? Eat. Go to the kitchen. Eat. I'm so hungry. Reminding me of how hungry I am right now. Okay. Bottom three. Um, third from the bottom is exercise or take a walk. <laughs> Lame. What do you? <laughs> kind of loser does that. Yeah. What are you going to do? Get your heart rate up? Yeah. That, sounds that, that doesn't sound American. No. Number two is do a puzzle. <laughs> These were big for a while during quarantine. My parents did some puzzles. That I believe. I, you know, I get into it for about two pieces. And I, oh, yeah, I got a piece. Oh, I got another one. And the thrill is gone. I don't have enough stamina for a whole puzzle. I, I agree with that. I, I feel like I, I look at puzzling kind of like I like my TV versus movies. If I had like a, I don't know, maybe a 30-piece puzzle, I could probably do that. <laughs> You want a child's puzzle. Yeah. You want ones with like the wood and it's like scroll solved, the little peg and you put the cow in. Yeah, I'd be good. That's I'd be good with that. Yeah. yeah. That sounds right. much better than a, a thousand piece. <laughs> okay. The worst thing to do when you're locked down and quarantined for entertainment. You got to guess. No guesses. Talk on the phone with somebody. Yeah. Or FaceTime them. I, you know, maybe if it's somebody who's really close to me, I could do this for a while. But I'm, I don't want to small talk or banter on the telephone. Like I can do it with, if I'm doing something with somebody, I could talk all day. But if the point of the interaction is talking, like all of a sudden then I just, I can't do it. Like I'm supposed to be talking to you. That feels like work. Like you come, come disc golfing with me. We'll walk together. I could talk to you for three hours straight and I would not bother me at all. But to talk to you on the phone, and that's the purpose of it, hard pass. That's Power Rankings. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcast Yanos. Yeah, talking on the phone should borderline be illegal at this point. Well, none of the youth do it anymore. No. They don't, even, they don't set up their voicemail. They don't answer the phone. Ugh, kids. <laughs> Um, the only thing I saw on the side of the road while running this week was a bunch of people pushing a, I would say a gold, uh, mid nineties Windstar minivan. Wow. Those are a throwback. Yeah. It, and, Ford it, Windstar. and it brought me back to the, uh, power ranking or the, the minivan power rankings. Oh yeah. Those are so good. Everybody still talks. I get a tweet every day saying, Oh, Eric, those minivan power rankings are so good. Thank you. <laughs> They were dynamite. That was that was the worst running gag, I think, certainly that we've ever had, possibly in the history of running gags. Yeah, awesome. The payoff was very low. So you saw an old minivan, and they were pushing it. Yeah. Like the Jamaican bobsled team, just like down the road. Yeah. Just like down the road. That, yeah, Indiana, man. That's what I have. All right, let's move on to Twitter questions. Twitter questions. We're going to take them in chronological order from newest because that's what I have up. Okay. I can't believe you gave me this job. That's a lot of work. All right. Uh, here we go. You, you can have running on the side of the road if you want that one. <laughs> no, that, no, it's third from the worst. <laughs> okay. Um, high school Tim, Tim in the North asks, where is your favorite place to disc golf? And which Tiger player and coach from your lifetime would you want to join you for 18 holes? Phil Coke is excluded from consideration. Uh, my favorite place to disc golf is Flip City up by Shelby uh, for Michigan. And um, the one of the favorite places I've ever gone is down by Florida Maximo Park down by St. Petersburg. I love that course too. But I've, I've played some in Florida, a lot in Michigan, but uh, there's a place I'd like to hit. Which, um, which Tiger player? Uh, Guido Knutson actually uh, is a dis bit of a disc golfer. So we had actually talked about playing together sometime. You might have to we'll make a trip to the happens. West Coast to make that. Yeah, happen. you know, I have, which, I mean, there are worse things. Right. Um, sorry, you did, couldn't, couldn't really participate in that question, Jordan. I'm good. I'm sorry. There, there are others that I will be able to. I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Troy asks, what does Jake Rogers have to do to get promoted? The other catchers are not good, and he can't be much worse. We kind of talked about this. Yeah. Okay. Um, is JV, oh, we'll, we'll wait on that one. Um, what panic number should we be putting on 
Perez, Manning, Fido at this point. And which of Reyes, Castro, Candy is going to be this productive in 2021? Thanks. And that was from Shawnee Pat. What Do you understand the concept of a panic number? Yeah. So uh, I'm guessing four. I, no, I don't know. Panic number? Um, no, we're, nobody's panicking on Perez, Manning, Fido. Primarily because we haven't seen them in the big leagues at all. Yeah, no, I, I think with Fiedo and, and Franklin Perez, you probably should temper your expectations at yes. this point. The, the, the luster is off that those stars a little bit Manning. I mean, he's, when he comes up, I think he's going to be a force of nature. We just need yep. to, he's, he's younger than the guys that are up. Like we just are going to need to wait a little bit. Right. And I feel like we talked about Reyes, Castro, and Candelario. Yeah, we spent. We think, we think they're fixtures for 2020. We spent a lot of time on those, at least Candy and Reyes over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Why do pitch, pitchers, this is from Gambombs, John Gamble. Why do pitchers who make their Major League debuts against the Tigers seem to look like Cy Young contenders in their first starts? And this seems to go back to, this seems to go back 20 years. Do statistics back this up? Because it seems like a cheat code other teams are using. Well, how, how about this, Jordan? Uh, why are other pitchers who make debuts against us good? Over the last five years, statistically, we've made a lot of pitchers look quite good. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think it goes beyond that. Like anytime you face a guy that there's no book on, it's going to be hard to, to time him up. I, I really don't think there's there's much more to it than that. Do you? Um, I, I couldn't tell you if that's just a phenomenon we experience or seem to experience because of that dynamic or, and we're just paying attention or does this happen to other teams too? Yeah, no, no idea. It seems like our first time debut pitchers don't have an equally pleasant time. Yeah. I would so. argue that is down to our player development, but neither here nor yeah. there. So the answer, John, is we don't know. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Adam Langworthy at Tigers Fan Mags asks, JV, that means Justin Verlander, in the hall as a Tiger or an Astro? I think he's got to be a Tiger, right? He was with us for so much longer than with the Astros. Admittedly, he got his ring there, but so much longer. JV's a Tiger. I think he'll be in as a tiger. I think, you know, we drafted him. He's got a lot of, a lot of mileage with the tigers. Yeah. I would still think so, but we'll see. Question. This isn't obviously in the question, but would you be, I feel like disappointed is too, uh, how heartbroken would you be to see him go in? If he went in with an Astros hat, not that heartbroken. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, fair I enough. Me either. Uh, I'm not a big Hall of Fame guy. Like, I don't really care about it. It's a museum. So. It's not even a that good one. <laughs> Joel T. Frank asks, if trying to compete with the Sox next season, what kind of off-season maneuvers do you see the Tigers taking? Would you, would you guys like to see, who would you like to see get brought in? I'd like to see, now, is this Real Muto yeah. and Colome? Did I say these correctly? Yeah, it'd be a catcher and a left-handed yes. reliever slash closer. Yes. He'd like to see them. Do you agree with Joel? I feel like we're maybe one year away from actually spending real free agency money. I, I think we're going to have one more offseason of, of Crone and Scope and, and Romine. Um, so I, I don't... But they're all free agents. I mean, we'd have to re-sign them again. They're going to be on the open market. Right, but I, I'm, I'm more... But that caliber That caliber player, about. as opposed yeah. to Real Muto, who's in, in the conversation for, you know, best catcher out there. Um, yeah, yeah I, I would definitely temper expectations for this winter. Hopefully, I'm, I'm wrong, but I kind of don't think I'm going to be. But look how much better we were when we had Crone, May, even Maven, Scope, and Romine healthy and functioning yeah all of a sudden we were like a borderline playoff team it's like now we wipe those guys away and replace them with the likes of demerit alcantara you know and daz cameron and hill and all of a sudden we stink go figure yeah it's almost like, like those guys are important sign good players they make your team better yeah like those five to seven million dollar guy a year guys like this is um tokars's thing he thinks there's like 
um, a way to really compete by just signing a handful of these like two war player guys. Yeah. It's an interesting strategy. It almost would have worked for us. We had a shot. Yeah. Yeah. We just had a little bit of, a little bit of injury, a little bit of bad luck, a little bit of us being us. I mean, pretty much. Right. I'm going to summarize Robert Baker's question at Kerbo 1123. Um, what, are the what f- rank the following conditions in order when attending the, a game where you're seated affinity for the teams what are you looking for when you're attending a game what what betters your experience all right this is going to be straight up nerd talk but i love being able to see the break on the pitch <laughs> be that is pretty nerdy. be that from center field so i'm looking in that way be that from behind home okay. plates um and my other thing would be nobody in close proximity so i can kind of I don't know. Yeah, spread out. A yeah, make bit. it a little bit more yep. of a relaxed experience. I don't know. Like, I like watching that kind of stuff. But other than that, like, I go to ball games to just kind of chill and have a good time. I don't know. I'm not. The number one thing for me is, is it in the shade? I want to be. I want to sit in the shade. Yeah, I don't want to roast. Baking in the sun. Yeah, for sure. I, I'll go stand in the shade before I'll sit in the sun. Yeah. No. I. Okay. Do you want a soccer question? Yeah. Absolutely especially considering I know which one it is and I want to talk about it. Jacob Skoronek asks, Spurs, this is Tottenham Hotspur. And also it's more of a baseball question than it is a soccer question. Are reportedly on the edge of re-signing Bale. This is Christian Bale. That would be Gareth Bale. The better, Gareth Bale. The better looking Bale. <laughs> From Real Madrid. Which former Tiger great that's still in the league would you break the wage structure to go and get? And before you say James McCann, <laughs> I'm, I'm eager to hear what you have to say. I'm gotcha. Right. I mean, truly, I mean, amongst former Tigers, James McCann actually might make the most sense for us, which I never thought I would say when he was here. Um, the obvious answer is Verlander. He is still worth the money um, at his advanced age. Um, but the the, hmm. the reunion thing that I think actually could happen is J.D. Martinez. He has been oh, yeah. abysmal in Boston. I don't know what his contract situation is like, but I could see him coming back and trying to recoup a little bit of his value before hitting free agency the next time. Yeah, I, that's that's a legitimate one. Um, I have I have some heart for Nick yet, Nick Castellanos, but he's under contract for a while. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but that'd be a fun reunion. What is I don't know why, but I, he, despite us naming our podcast after him, I still, <laughs> I don't have beyond neutral feelings for Nick. And, and I, okay. I don't know why. Anyway. Okay. That's all the Twitter questions. Uh, otherwise I'm back into Eric Tiger's Twitter and we don't need any of that. So uh, thank you for submitting your questions. We, we appreciate you. Yeah, you didn't tell him to do better next time like you did last week. So we're at least not insulting the listeners this, this week. You, you, could, you could do a little bit better. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at JordanHall23. Eric is at Eric Wayne's Brain On the Instagram, of which I'm still posting fire photos, mostly of animals, but sometimes other things, I am at Jordino4. Eric is at Eric Wayne's Brain, and the show is at Podcastianos. And please leave us a review. And maybe text a link of the show to one of your buddies who also <laughs> likes the Detroit Tigers. Eric, fun show. Um, we Yes, thank you. We actually talked a lot of baseball in this show, which is kind of weird, but it was nice, I guess. You know, you just got to sort out what you want. You know, look, just skip ahead. Find find what you're after. <laughs> this is like an a la carte. You just got to you got to work for it a little. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else to say before we get out of here for another week? You know, I had to try extra hard at this podcast because you're kind of fancying things up, like, you know, adding it to the thing and the graphics and stuff. Like, I, I felt like I had to try extra hard. <laughs> and, and it definitely came across. Although, oh, thank you. You dropped a <laughs> lot you. of stats on this show. Well, I, you know, I, I pulled up one screen on my computer. So that's a lot of work. A lot of work. Okay. Uh, with that being said, we will catch you guys next week and eat them up, Tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.